y'all. You're listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. I'm Abby, and I'm joined by Bethany. Hello. Suzanne. Hey, hey. Sarah. Hello. Amy. Hi there. Autumn. Hey, howdy, hey. And Amber. Hey. So we are still in the swing of our spooktacular episodes for this season, and we're going to stick with the trend. Remember how we talked all Haunted Mansion all around the world? Well, tonight we're doing the same thing, but this time with the Tower of Terror. So, Podmothers, hold on to your ears and get ready to enter dun, 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 the Twilight Zone. Sorry, I had to throw the dun-dun-dun in there. <laughs> all right, per the usual, we'll be dropping in on our home park first, Walt Disney World. Here, the attraction is truly named the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror and is located at the end of Sunset Boulevard in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Bethany, you want to tell us more about it? Sure, absolutely. So the Tower of Terror at Walt Disney World is based off of an American science fiction horror television series called The Twilight Zone, which aired from 1959 through 1964. So as you make your way through the dilapidated Hollywood Tower Hotel, you will enter a library room and cross into another dimension. Rod Sterling, who hosted the television show, welcomes you on a journey into the Twilight Zone. He reveals on a gloomy Halloween night in 1939, some hotel patrons were riding the elevator in this very hotel when a violent storm struck the building and they were never seen again. The hotel closed down and stood empty ever since. Now, on a night very much like the night you were invited to drop in, but will you make it back to the real world or will you become a permanent resident of the Twilight Zone? Dun-dun-dun-dun. So the height requirement for this fun attraction is actually 40 inches tall and is classified as a thrill ride. You will enter the maintenance elevator ride vehicle in the boiler room that takes you from the real world all the way to the fifth dimension and to a 130 foot drop. Now, this is not no ordinary drop, just like the Twilight Zone series was no ordinary show. The drop sequence is totally randomized, which adds to the suspense of this pretty amazing attraction. I honestly used to love this attraction, but as I've gotten older, I don't necessarily love my stomach and my throat, especially now that it's a randomized drop sequence. It used to just be one and done. Now it's, you don't know. How many times you're gonna go all the way, all the way down, or if you're gonna be like midway? Um, but it is—it is a pretty amazing attraction for sure. It, the theming is just amazing. I personally like it at night. Like it makes it spookier on the inside, but the view you get of like all the lights on in Hollywood Studios at the top. Yeah, I really like it. But thanks for sharing, Bethany. So next, we're gonna keep it in the U.S. and hop on over to the West Coast to Disney's California Adventure. Their version of Tower of Terror was actually rethemed for Avengers Campus and is now Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. While the ride in itself is not spooky, unless you're scared of heights and falling, like falling elevators, 
the seasonal Halloween version is worthy of the spooky season list. The ride transforms to Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark after a certain time during the fall Halloween season at Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure. This year, this transformation runs September 1st through October 31st. Amber, do you want to tell us about Guardians, specifically Monsters After Dark? Yes, I would love to. So in Mission Breakout, you help Rocket break the rest of the Guardians out of their cells in the Collector's Fortress. In Monsters After Dark, you learn that when you unlocked their cells, you also unlocked the cell doors of all the monsters the Collector had been collecting, and you let Group behind. Oh no, poor Group. So now you have to rescue Groot while also escaping from all the monsters. So this ride, Mission Breakout, typically runs from park open until 2 p.m. with the transitions to Monsters <gasps> beginning at 3 p.m. Bless you. I don't know if that was a sneeze or what from somebody. I thought somebody got scared of just like the thought of Monsters After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> that scared me. Spooky. <laughs> okay. Um, both versions of the ride have a height requirement of 40 inches, as the ride itself does not change, just the theming does. And both are noted as a thrill ride, but Monsters After Dark does have an additional scary warning. Hey guys, so, is on there? <laughs> I'm doing with the special guest. <laughs> yeah, so... Adeline is uh, packing her lunch for tomorrow, and I didn't realize I wasn't on mute. <laughs> totally fine. Hi, Adeline. Hey. <laughs> well, I guess she she may have been our guest that got a little scared learning about Monsters After Dark starting at three o'clock. <laughs> yeah. That was probably her. Yeah. <laughs> well, while we're talking about. The Monsters After Dark, though, really funny story about mine and Brandon's first trip to Disneyland. So, like Amber said, the mission breakout still occurs during the day at Disney's California Adventure. But then Monsters After Dark is the nighttime, but like all nighttime, not just during Oogie Boogie Bash. It's every night. And so we actually rode Monsters After Dark first. And I was terrified we have established that I am the biggest chicken in the world. We, if y'all have not listened to the Halloween party episode, you will learn how big of a chicken I am. Um, but a cast member saw my fear and decided to completely psych me out and make me more terrified instead of telling me what it was actually like. So I'm like shaking, standing in line. I definitely considered dipping out and y'all have never, other than this one time, ever considered like just waiting in line and not riding. Um but this little kid, like little, little kid, told me that it wasn't as scary as the cast member was telling me it was. And the kid was 100% correct. So if I can ride Mission Breakout, or not Mission Breakout, if I can ride Monsters After Dark, anyone can handle Monsters After Dark, even though it does have the scary monster label. Um, but I made it all the way through. I'm still here. I will ride it again. I have rode it again. Um, but it also made a lot more sense after we rode Mission Breakout the next day. So I highly recommend riding Mission Breakout before you ride Monsters After Dark because Monsters After Dark will make more sense in regards to the theme of the ride if you ride Mission Breakout first. So that's just my little, little Abby, tip. Abby, I see a trend here. Wasn't there a little girl who was trying to get me? It's okay. It's okay. You can ride yes. it. You can ride it. 
Kids are more brave than we are. Yeah, me and Amy were encouraged by children under the age of ten in Disneyland on two separate trips or in Disney's yeah. California Adventure. I was riding it for not my first time, but I was taking my daughter on her first time, and we were standing in line with a couple of kids, couple of brothers. Um, they were a little bit older than her, maybe by a few years, but they were definitely they were like kind of taking her under their wing and Aww. telling her that it wasn't very scary um and then they also told us a fun fact compliments of this family from alabama i think it was um okay. that there's a jar of pickles at the end have y'all ever seen the the jar of pickles i have in world not land but i know the yeah. story of world and i have found the pickles there yeah it, it was world so sorry okay. i jumped back to the other coast for a second <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is there pickles in land too? No, <laughs> pickles. Is there a significance to the pickles? What? Why the pickles? Apparently like the construction workers that were building it just accidentally left it. And it's been there ever since. <laughs> they left it on daddy, accident, daddy, daddy. but they, Mom's like it was working, like their okay? actual. Your passes in your. Autumn, you're still not on mute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave this in, by the way. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, the one, the, what I heard for the story in World is that there was like an actual, like it was one of the construction workers' snacks. Like it's real pickles and they left them overnight. But whoever came in either over the night or in the morning to like glue the props down thought that it was one of the props that was supposed to have been like glued down. And so it was. But I've found it. Does it still have pickle juice? You, it's like, like super dust cover. I mean, because, you know, they don't have to like, it's like in, you know, where in you get off the ride and you're looking at where your pictures are. Have you found it uh -huh. before? Amber? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. It's like whenever you're looking at like the ride pictures in that little like office that's like behind it where like everything's like covered in dust. I want to say it's like over to the left. Mm -hmm. There's a rancid yeah. jar of pickles. Yes. Like, uh -huh. It has like the lid on it and everything. So I'm sure they're probably still in there, but it's like, I mean, the jar's covered in dust. But also speaking of pickles at Disneyland, this is kind of related, but not related. Um, there's a food blogger on TikTok. His name is Keith Lee, and he was in Disneyland this week. And apparently Disneyland has really great pickles that everyone was recommending to him. And so he was like eating the pickles and rating them. So there's our connection. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Amy have had Disneyland pickles and they were incredible. Mm -hmm. yeah. we, we're a fan of Disneyland pickles. They're really good. So this, I like the spicy one more than the regular one. I think this, we tried the spicy one, didn't we? I think we I might have. We did because we were expecting it to be spicier than it was. And it was actually really Yeah, good. no, it was really good. Yeah. Okay, well, back to Tower of Terror from our pickle detour. <laughs> so we're going to drop in at Disneyland Paris next. This attraction is also titled the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror and is quite similar to that in Walt Disney World, which we just circled back to with our pickle jar. So, Autumn, do you want to share what's different about the Paris Tower of Terror? We oui. Don't get excited. That's all the French I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, the story is the same in regards to the 1939 Halloween night that Bethany gave us a great rendition of. Um, and the fact that you are still welcomed by Rod Sterling, but there are a few twists. Um, first, a little girl haunts the elevator. This is um, known as the Malevolent Machine. 
But she is the least of your worries because as soon as you take your seat, this malevolent machine only has one thing in mind, to trap you in its mechanical prison and clank and screech with glee as it catapults you up and plummets you down at its wicked will. The only thing you can do is hold tight and scream, of course. Another thing to know about this is the shaft creatures. Um, they know you're here. Whatever you do, don't scream. This is a quote from the ride. Some demonic creatures have control of the elevator and they're preying on the cries of human souls. The louder your pleas for mercy, the more powerful they become. So, can you stay quiet or silent while plummeting 13 unlucky floors at the speed of light? This one, I mean, honestly, so far, I'm, this is the scariest one. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. Like, are we kind of horror nights? Like, I don't That's know what I'm saying. I don't know if <laughs> I can drive the Paris one. I'm definitely not going to scream or let anyone with me scream at that rate. Whoa, well, I'm baby. certainly glad we know about the demons now because before doing this episode, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> no. That's a lot. That's too much for me. As we know, I'm one of the scaredy cats of the group, so I wouldn't have <laughs> really loved it anyway. Um, so it also has the fifth dimension. Um, you don't want to get lost here because there is a sinister specter that's opened the fifth dimension and wants to take your soul with it. Prepare to question everything you think is real as you drop into a terrifying psychedelic journey between worlds. The height requirement here is 1.02 meters, and forgive me, I did not look that up in um, U.S. speak, but I'm going to presume that it's very similar to the U.S. rides for your height requirement. Yeah, honestly, I don't think I'll be riding the Paris one. That sounds terrifying. Uh, no, thank you. It's equivalent That's to 40 scary. inches. 40 inches. Is that the same? Yeah. But yeah, I also feel like that has a lot going on. Like a lot of, is it like, I'm very confused why there's like three different stories within the story within the story. Well, yeah, you know, like, the Twilight Zone is kind of like that. I don't know if any of you guys have like watched the, yeah. like, particularly the older Twilight Zone episodes. I've seen a few, honestly, like it's creepy. It's too creepy for me. So I kind of get the impression this is just a different. I've seen um, the tower. I've seen the Tower of, or the Twilight Zone shows, right? And I knew they were kind of like right kooky and a little off. But when I read that they were horror, I'm like, oh, I guess I don't know if I would have thought I knew sci-fi. But I'm like, it's a sci-fi horror TV show series. I'm like, oh, okay. So creepy well, as well. I mean, particularly the originals, like, I mean, what was horror back when those first came out True. is probably not the same level as what horror is today. But for me, yes, it's very scary. I don't want to watch them. <laughs> I've watched <laughs> a handful. And there's one that like lives rent free in my brain. Like I can't think too much about it or I'll have nightmares tonight. <laughs> but I mean, this kind of the storyline here, it just kind of seems like this is just a different Twilight Zone story as opposed to like mm -hmm. the world version being its own Twilight Zone world story um but yeah there's a lot there's a lot here i think it makes sense so i think i was listening to len testa's episode today and actually i think they talked about this how maybe in paris it's an american tv show the twilight zone so perhaps it's not they don't know what that series is so they took the concept and then like made, made some adjustments yeah because they don't perhaps made it yeah, extra made it scary not known. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah 
feels like someone went to Halloween Horror Nights to get like inspiration. <laughs> I want to yell that at Disneyland Paris. Like, this is not who you are. <laughs> well, I am very ready to leave Paris on, you know, the fastest train out of there, if that's what we're riding. <laughs> and our final destination of this ride is Tokyo Disney Sea. Here, the attraction is known simply as Tower of Terror, which, after Paris, I really like that we are dropping the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so just our very simple, basic Tower of Terror and it is based in a bit of a different era. So Amy, do you want to share the details of our final drop-in? Sure. So in New York in 1912 stands the hotel known as the Tower of Terror. I think the hotel is named actually Hotel Hightower. Um, and it's Tower of Terror because uh, after the mysterious disappearance of its owner, in 1899. So that's why it's called the Tower of Terror. Now the New York City Preservation Society has finished restoring the infamous hotel and has started giving tours to the public. But what happens when you take the elevator to the top floor? I think we know what happens, right? Um, same height requirements. It's that 40 inches or 102 centimeters. So kind of sounds like it's very similar. Not so scary as Paris, for sure. Although I, I still... Like, then, I still seem a little, little bit chiller, maybe. Yeah. And I wonder, do they... Um, so the towers... I've not been to Disneyland or Paris or Tokyo Seas, but the Orlando version, it's not just the drop. There is a bit... The vehicle does move into the show buildings as it preps to get to the drop tower, the elevator, if you will. So there is a little bit of like show before the drop is Disneyland. They don't come out of the, there's no movement like through the set to get to the elevator, right? It's more the dropping kind of almost immediately, right? Correct. It's all in the same. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, shaft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like you like roll back slightly to get into okay. it, but it's like maybe five to ten feet and it's like gotcha. a small projection of rocket on the doors but it's not really like a pre-ride like yeah. type thing but yeah. from what yeah. i remember from watching one of those um again the disney plus show that i never remember the name of <laughs> um that when you're in world you're actually like you are actually switching over to a separate tower quote unquote to drop like you yeah. are literally moving into a new space and that doesn't happen in the disneyland version that was a distinction that they made from those two now i can't speak to the actual mechanics of the tower of terrors around the world but i do know that that's the difference between land and world one thing i think is really cool about the ride is you're not just falling they're actually pulling you down to get that yeah. feeling it's not just gravity. The elevator is pulling you down and then shooting you back up, which I think so is it's an even cool. harder fall. Yes, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you have survived it now. You I literally, you guys are talking about the storylines. I, I literally did not open my eyes. I, every so often I'd, I'd open them and I'd see Rocket and I'd close them. <laughs> but you made it. I'm intrigued by the Tokyo Disney Sea storyline, but I actually pay attention to the storylines. I don't just well, and that's a callback. That's a callback to our haunted mansion episode when we talked about the society of explorers yeah. and adventurers. Um, 
what it, Mr. Hightower, Professor Hightower, now I've already forgotten what you said when you're reading it off, but he is one of the um, prominent members that connects us through all of the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Probably Aww. Doctor, and you just offended him grievously. <laughs> <laughs> I was clearly unprepared tonight. Dr. Hightower. <laughs> Right, well, now that we have officially dropped in on all four Tower of Terrors all around the world, is everyone still okay? Is Amy still with us? I'm here. Okay, so personally, I'm surprised after our Haunted Mansion episode and how different all of those were that like all but one of these are very similar. But I still have to ask, if you've ridden multiple versions of the ride, which one has been your favorite and which one would you most like to experience that you haven't done before? So we'll start with Amber. Uh, okay, I have done Lands and Worlds. I'm going to say I like Lands better. I like World, I like them both um, because I do like that old like Twilight Zone, like kind of, kind of retro 1960s vibe. Um, but the Guardians one where everyone's like singing the songs is more like a party. So I like that one. Have you done the Mission Breakout and Monsters After Dark or just? No, I haven't done the After Dark one. Okay. All right. Amy, what about you? I've only ridden California. Um, but if we get a Pod Mother's trip, I, I will go on World for sure. Um, but what? I think we all, also all know that Paris is right up my alley. I love all that stuff, so scary. That's going to be the only way that you get on that is because of the storyline. That'll be the one that you ride with your eyes open. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Autumn, what about you? We're all over here scared to death, and Amy is like, yeah, Paris, let's do that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well my favorite i've done world and land my favorite is definitely land guardians of the galaxy and land because it's just it's not ass it's not scary it, it's completely i mean the ride is thrilling but the story is not one of like gripping terror so i feel like that's really an unfair answer because if, if is it a tower of terror i feel like it's not anymore it's the same ride mechanism but I, I, I don't actually put them in the same category as the others throughout the park, even though that was its original name. So as a Tower of Terror ride, then I would have to say World, which was my original favorite ride at Walt Disney World from back in the day from my first trip before we had a lot of the rides that we have today. Um, it used to be my favorite. Which one would you want to ride that you haven't? Oh, yeah. Um, definitely not Paris, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so that's going to leave um, Tokyo Disney Sea, but that whole park is something that I, I just want to do everything there. But that I like the story over there. That one reminds me of, um, not reminds me of the story of the world, but how it, I don't know, it's just like really, it's a really full story where I think that there was just a lot of interesting, um, a lot of interesting tidbits you could pick up while you were writing. Or going through Amber, did, and all that. Amber, did you say which one you would want to ride? No. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with Tokyo Disney Sea because that just sounds the coolest. Okay. Bethany, what about you? Your favorite? Yeah, so, you I've only, so, that, so I've only been to World. Um, I think the one that I'd love to try, I think, would actually be uh, Disneyland. Um, 
Mission, I think the night one, although I guess I'd have to ride both. I don't know much about Guardians. I just told my husband, I'm like, all right, we're going to Disney in two months. And like, I love the, the Guardians attraction. I'm like, I should probably watch the movies, right? Like get some sort of clue what's happening. So I think Disneyland would be what I would like to drive. <laughs> I love the movies. You have to watch the movies. That is one of my yeah. all-time favorite trilogies. Like that the whole, whole series. Yes. Yeah, I got it. That's on my to-do great. list. Oh, God, there's three of them? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. They're top-tier movies. Okay. Oh, good. I'll check it out. Okay, Sarah, you're next. Which one? Um. So, fun fact, I have never written any of the Tower of Terror rides. And I, you will never, ever get me on any of the Tower of Terror rides. <laughs> um, Amy may have made that her mission after I um, yes. her on it. <laughs> uh, I have very bad uh, motion sickness. So I like my stomach where it is. And I do not like to tempt fate. Um, so... See, this is the type of ride, though, that does not set off my motion sickness. Like, this one is probably the easiest one for me. I mean, I know everybody's is different. I'm not saying, like, you'd be totally okay. But as someone who also gets motion sickness, this is one that never really sets it off. Because you're, other than up and down, you're, like, pretty stationary. And for me, it's all the other jerking movements that seem to, like, set off my motion sickness. I get motion sick on a trampoline. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! That sounds miserable. It's a lot you, of fun. Don't get me wrong. I'll go on a trampoline, but like I regret it instantly, like within two jumps. <laughs> All right, hear me out. If we take our pod mother trip and we ride it at the end of the night and just like pump you full of dramamine, so you're like half drowsy, mostly oh, you're... drug, and then we just like roll the nurse you talking. Out. We roll you out of the park after you get off, like. You're like basically sedated and we just have to walk you back to our hotel room after the fact at the end of the night. Oh my gosh. Is that going to be like the movie? What's that one movie? Um, Where they were like the, was it the, like the one? Bernie's? Per- yeah, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> are you going to be our dad? Get the glasses. <laughs> With the glasses. You're just going to carry me around. I'm telling you, we look, we'll just do it at the end of the night. Drug you up real good. Like I'm saying, like just pump you full of those drama memes. Like, that's for motion sickness. I'll make you a little groggy. We'll tuck you in real good after it's over. <laughs> Call it a night. Sarah, you rode Guardians. You can ride yes. Tower. I believe in you. I was I there. <laughs> I, I, I was too. I believe in you. Oh, my gosh. We were, yeah, half no. of us were there. Amber yeah. was too. <laughs> yeah, I was not feeling very well after that. <laughs> I'm lucky I, like, was managing to walk around. That's why I skipped Rock and Roller Coaster. I was like, nope. We we did one. We're good. That's why I'm Dead saying job. this time we'll end our day with the ride instead of starting it like the day that you rode Guardians. You know, like because that was like first ride of the morning. We'll yeah. end the day yeah. with Tower of Terror so you can just sleep it off. And the yeah, that was Guardians was the first ride of the day with no breakfast, nothing. <laughs> I think I just had coffee. <laughs> it was a day full of great choices. It really was. <laughs> All right, maybe we'll see. Probably. <laughs> yes, I take that as a win. All right, Suzanne. Before she changes her mind, what's your favorite? Okay, yeah, go go go. <laughs> like, okay, <change> so <laughs> I've done World and both versions of Land. I'm gonna say Monsters After Dark is my favorite because it kind of combines the like fun party, but also it is still a little bit. I mean, it's like loud, you know, 
rock music it's like your heart is still kind of racing and it's a little bit creepy so i would say monsters after dark okay would be my favorite which one would you want to ride uh, oh, I'm going to Paris. Amy and I are going to go over there. We're going to hang out with the creepy monster girl machine. And we are just, we're doing it. It's happening. Suzanne, just know that I like squeeze really hard. <laughs> it's okay. I Whoever's can take next it. to me. My arm is still attached though. There is proof that you will live through. Circulation does not get completely cut off. <laughs> you are wearing long sleeves though. <laughs> you can see my hand. You know, it's not, there's no hook on here. Okay. <laughs> well, I've rode World and then both Guardians, the Mission Breakout and Monsters After Dark. I definitely think that both Guardians, because even the Monsters After Dark isn't as like creepy spooky, I feel like, as the Twilight Zone. Like the giant eye just really freaks me out. I'm not going to lie. In World that you like ride past. Yeah, the big eye and then like the little creepy doll or like little girl voice that you hear and the little um oh what's the thing the um you know what I'm talking about the ventriloquist dummy yes yes like whenever you come off that absolutely creeps me out so I definitely Mm -hmm. think honestly both guardians I really enjoyed both of them and I'm going to be heading with everyone else that's not Amy and Suzanne to Tokyo Disney Sea <laughs> and avoiding that creepy adventure. But y'all you're have... so jolly. You're what? You're gonna be so jealous while we're there. Of the creepiness crepes in our creepy hotel. Oh no, I'll come to Paris. I'm just not riding <laughs> that tower of terror. Like that'll be that might be the one ride that I just completely bypass on our Paris trip. <laughs> I'll hold the snacks. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you. I'll hold I'll hold Perfect. y'all snacks and drinks while you're on the ride. I'm like a good mom, you know? Like, Aww. let the kids go have fun. I'll stand there with the snacks and the drinks in your balloon, and y'all just go have at it. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll still come on the trip, but, you know, like, everyone needs someone to, like, you know, hold the bags and the snacks and the drinks. Maybe even have a fresh drink for you when you get off the ride. You Ooh. Know? What I'm saying, like, Ooh. I'll be of service in another way. <laughs> Ooh la la. Or if I do get on it, I will be being Amy, and I will be in the middle holding on to both of y'all with my eyes closed, <laughs> and y'all better not make a peep so that the creepy, like, soul-sucking demon things that feed off of screams, they ain't coming. If somebody makes a peep on that ride, I will not let this friendship will end. <laughs> I'm throwing that out there. Or I can just hold the snacks. Either one works for me. <laughs> well, do y'all have anything else to add on our Tower of Terrors all around the world? I'm scared to make a peep, so maybe we should close it out. <laughs> <laughs> it was only on that ride. Specifically in one moment. But either way, thank y'all for listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. We're happy to be your one-stop shop for talking tips for Disney, Universal, and beyond. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. All of us here at the Fairy Podmothers podcast are travel agents with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmarked agency. Please like our Facebook page to see Podmother content throughout the week or to request a vacation quote from any of us. Please rate, review, and tell your friends. And we'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.